0: Everybody, welcome back to the sixth installment of Wee Brothers Three. We made it past five episodes. What do you got to say, boys?
1: Woo!
2: Fuck yeah!
0: Goddamn it! I told them ki-
1: I- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: had you been off t- off air with us, that would have made a lot more sense. I told these assholes not to talk past twenty seconds. So I thought Travis was giving me a moment of silence out of spite. But uh, yeah, we're your hosts. We've made it back. Six episodes. We wanted to drop after five, and we put officially our first podcast up on iTunes. Hell yeah. So we're pretty pumped to be back. I am your host, Trevor Dorsey.
2: I am also your host, Travis. And I'm just a person in the background, Tristan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
3: Okay. Well. Okay, I want to,
0: so to do one little update from last week, um, Travis. You laughed your ass off at me for my two day obsession of last mm, week, yes waking it up early. Yes, I woke up so far this week every day at six o'clock,
3: and
1: that not is quite why you're so cranky. But,
3: uh,
1: I'm not even mad yet. Mm. And so it begins. Anyway,
0: moving on. I've kept it up, so Travis, go fuck yourself. Okay, <laughs> let's go in. This is a segmented podcast where we talk shit about different stuff. So we're going to go in with the first one, Obsession of the
3: Week. All right. Let's go. Obsession of the Week. Uh, This is uh, one that obviously is on our minds because we're doing it right now. We're going to talk about podcasting and getting into podcasting. So So. the
0: reason this one was big for me this week is because this is a big process, and I didn't realize how involved it was going to be. I thought when I started this idea with you guys – That it was going to be, hey, we'll record, then we'll just put it on iTunes. Wham, bam, bam. If people listen, we're good to go. It is not fucking that. Okay? (laughs) So, from the get-go, you have to download Audacity. And I want to give a shout-out to them just because it's been the easiest part of the whole process. We all downloaded it. We all started. It was so easy to start splicing it all together. Um, The editing, our stuff out was easy. But then you get into, like, oh, my God, there's – Tristan's got shitty microphone. Tristan, did you fix that, by the way?
2: Uh, it sounds all right, I think, at this point.
0: Hopefully. It sounds a, a lot crisper like I to me. Like
2: underwater in a bubble.
0: Oh, give – tell us a little bit about what was going on with that real quick.
2: Oh, um, so I got this $300 headset, the, old, the Astro A50s, and I didn't ever update the firmware or anything because I thought <laughs> they would just work out of the box, you know, but fuck me. <laughs> 'Cause usually you just you plug things right into the computer and the driver's just like, Let's let's go, baby But this time it did not work that way. I had to download the software. It took me like five seconds and then it immediately started sounding better, crispier, not as underwatery. Like I was getting fucked by a fucking fish. But now it's sounding pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> right in the mouth. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I mean, we've
0: this is our sixth episode, so our first five are I mean, we're all we're still trying to get all the noise in order, but I mean, I didn't realize how much stuff my mic picked up. I mean, we don't have professional mic; We're all using, you know, pretty your basic headsets. And then it, it went from there to, okay, we need to make intro music, and that was a whole process for us to figure out. Uh, Tristan, remember you came over, we downloaded the software, and you would have had to have the intellect of Albert oh, Einstein yeah. himself to figure this shit I out. It needed a
2: dictionary just for that program to figure out what anything meant. And then another manual to figure out what the hell to do. That was a pain in the ass. Oh,
0: downloading the plugins and trying to make them read and putting them in these correct folders—it was so crazy. Oh, Jesus. But we yeah. did find something online, and I can't remember.
2: It was like the on. It was. It. it looked like it was on a, like a Google Drive that somebody had, that with all this, all these different sounds, and it was just so easy to use. It was so intuitive.
0: Oh, I got it, bro. Soundtrap, and oh. I wanted to throw them a shout out too because. That they made it so easy, and we made that cool intro music. I mean, it's not the um, most amazing thing you've ever heard. Nothing is it like so, that we wrote or composed, but we made it, and it's ours now. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. And it took us time. It took us a, like quite a few hours to get that together and make it sound good and play with the, the sounds a little bit. It was a lot of fun doing it. I mean, it's a lot easier than using the other programs that we looked at with all the plugins and all that bullshit. Because that was just a pain.
3: Agreed. I think another thing that's tricky about this process, or at least from what my perspective, was coming up with the ideas for the show. And I feel like a, most podcasts these days are very like focused on one subject, and they just talk about that subject over and over and over again. So it's kind of a risk for us to like say, oh, we're just going to talk about some different random things for 10 minutes, and then coming up with some things that we can talk about consistently like every week has been a challenge. And I still don't know if we're quite in the sweet spot of where we exactly want to be, you know, like in a year. But as far as like starting it and coming up with some ideas, that was definitely a process as well. And like trying to, you know, make sure that these ideas weren't just boring or hashed out over and over again. It's something we can kind of put our own twist on. Trav, that's
0: a really good point because when you were saying that, I'm thinking, I think we made up the segments pretty quickly without looking too far into the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw maybe four episodes ahead, but now at six episode, I'm like, Jesus Christ, we might have to switch some of this shit up. Cause yeah, and I definitely think that's
3: going to be a part of the process. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah,
0: okay. change it up. Oh, for sure. Okay, so getting back to it. Um, so once I got down to the editing portion, it that's when it started where I was like, oh, this is a li- little bit more involved than I thought. Uh, we're talking too fast. We're saying like too much. I didn't think I said um in or uh in sentences. I thought I really like worked that out of me in public speaking in like college. But I say uh and like and <laughs> stuff all the fucking time. I say stuff. <laughs> I didn't even know I said stuff. <laughs> Dude, so I'm listening back to myself and I am easily my own harshest critic. And sure. I'm just like, wow, I sound like an idiot. I can't put <laughs> an intelligible <laughs> sentence together. Without pausing or saying like, uh, or stuff three fucking times in this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> like, I take all these pauses because my brain's moving too fast or too slow. Or maybe too slow. And so it that that's a hard part of it, too, is listening to yourself try to reiterate. Or, I mean, just say all this stuff, and you're in the background now as an editor going,
3: Wow, I'm dumb. It, you, are people got to listen to You have just said stuff me? like 18 times in the last <laughs> maybe minute of us talking. See? See my problem?
2: So with that, dude, okay. I I always, like, think about the uh, British podcast I listen to and just, like, how articulate those English motherfuckers are. They can string a sentence together that is so beautiful and just, like, fuck! like I I went well, to school, you know, I went to college, but I'm still a dipshit. It's <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> say a goddamn sentence to save my life.
3: They have the advantage of speaking the language, like, a thousand years longer than we have. So, you know, I mean, the English, like... They have their shit together. We clearly do Well, not.
0: it's also, uh, I think going with that point, Tristan, is why they all think we
1: sound like fucking this all the time. <laughs> well, we kind of do. Yeah. yeah,
0: not too far off. And I was going to be like, it like we have a dip in our lip, but me and you, Travis, both have a snooze in our lip. <laughs> Oops.
3: Uh, the shoe fits. Yeah.
0: So getting back to listening to yourselves, I don't think you guys have done that yet. Tristan, somewhat. But he was more just pissed off at his microphone quality. Yeah. But, Travis, have you ever heard um, or seen that question, what if I'm mentally disabled but nobody's told me? Okay. You know what? So um, in my case, nobody had to tell me. I just <laughs> re-listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs>
1: well,
0: I was like, ah,
3: ah. I, I have not listened to the podcast, so how do I sound? That, uh, uh, actually, pretty good because my next thing was I
0: have a bunch of little clicks and there's like if I have a drink, you can hear the ice clinking. So I've had to edit all that out because my mic just picks all that shit up. But your quality has been so clean, nice. I didn't want to tell you until now, but <laughs> yeah. I know you could throw that back. I'm just gonna rub <laughs> it. in uh,
3: it's good to be the biggest brother. <sighs> yeah,
0: well, I mean, you have your shit together. There you go. Okay, um, we're running out of time on this, but there's a couple more things I wanted to hit. Um, sure. The process now, after we got all of our stuff together, you convert the file to an MP3, which is not a problem. It's uh, as easy as downloading a little plugin for Audacity that made that so easy. But now you have to get your file to iTunes, so you need a host site. Tristan, just correct me if I'm wrong here, because I don't know the technicalities as well as you might. Uh-huh. But we had to find a host site that we now have to pay, which I didn't see that coming into play either. But now we have to pay to upload our data on it so they can get us an RSS feed that Mm -hmm. we can send over to iTunes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and um, I I didn't see that happening at all either. So now, yesterday, we're trying to get this all in order, and we finally got our first podcast under review by iTunes. And it was just – they sent us an email. We use I think this um, site calls Buzzsprout. So shout out to them too. And uh, they sent us a little email saying, congratulations, you published your first one. I sent a picture to my brothers, and we were all pretty pumped about it. But uh, now we have that uh, big amount of stress reduction, knowing that it's as easy as uploading our podcasts and giving them a time to come out. And now it'll pretty much be taken care of. So we got through the process, boys, and I'm... I was really pumped about that, and that's why it's my obsession of the week, and I just uh, appreciate that we got it out, man.
3: Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Enough sucking our own dicks. Let's All move right. on to the next segment.
0: Role-playing wrenches. I All right,
3: wait. boys. So I have a new campaign uh, that we just started. I'm a player in this campaign. Ooh. What's wait. your name? Oh, Mordecai the Cheat. Mm. Lady, look, uh. be kind. Um, so nice. it, is, it is a pirate-themed campaign. Uh, we were playing Pathfinder, uh, which is based off 3.5, uh, D&D 3.5, which is a very popular still um, um, edition of D&D. And Pathfinder kind of uh, shot off of that, and uh, there it's extremely popular as well. Um, and so we rolled up a bunch of characters. Uh, they're all really awesome and fun. we got some half-orcs, and we're, we're an evil party. Because we're going to be pirates, so, you know, we got humans and half-orcs and even a gnome, so we got a whole um, interesting party. And the game started with us all being shanghaied in our background uh, by... Hi, wait, wait, wait. <coughs> so,
0: sorry to cut you off no, in the fine. middle, but did you decide that this was a... Is this a pirate game?
3: Or yeah, or so we dis- picked the theme. So we, we knew going into it that, That's we, cool. that we're going to be playing a pirate-based game. So you're still these D&D characters, but it's a whole pirate campaign. Yes. 100%. That's awesome. That was yeah, the, it's, really, it. it's really cool. It's a the path so, um, they found. So we, um, we start wait, off. Wait. Oh, no.
2: I was just saying, that was the path they found. I was, it was just a play on the Pathfinder. <laughs> there you dammit. go. Do you find the uh, path, or does the path find you?
3: Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Are we done?
2: Are we done? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's chicken or the egg type shit. So
3: um, we start off the campaign all waking up in the hold of this ship. Being uh, forcibly, uh, you know, given jobs on the ship—swabs, riggers—and we gotta what go. Are those? A rigger is somebody up in the s- sails. Oh, oh, I was the thinking f- the sails and like lookouts and that kind of thing. Uh, swabs are like the guys swabbing the deck or manning the bilge pumps. Or so
0: you're not slaves chained to a gal. Or a- is that We're a galley? are not
3: chained to a galley. No, it's a sailing ship. We are pretty much slaves though, because a yeah, sailing ship with. S- we, oh, oh. we found out really quickly, if you don't obey, you'll get either, like, the, the um, whipped or a cat-of-nine-tails to your back. So, Perfect. like, shit got real right away. And it was, uh, it's been really fun. So, uh, the ship, uh, we have it all in Roll20. And uh, Joel is my GM. And he set it up so that you can see, actually, a little blurb about every single person on the ship. So you can, like, go and click through and read a little bit about them. And then as we make relationships with these characters, he goes and puts it that stuff in there. So you can kind of keep track okay. of all the characters you make relationships with.
0: For sure. I don't I don't want to get too bogged down with that, but how many people would you say are on the ship?
3: About 25.
0: 25. How many of those are uh people in power? About 7. So 7 people in power, let's say the people <laughs> under them are are they like are they workers like you or mm-hmm. are they like other swabs workers
3: and uh, cooks? Are a
0: couple do you think a couple of them are like uh Oh, we found weasels. out so a weasels. couple of them
3: already we know for a fact like about 7 of them report to the um yes, the report weasels. report to the uh yeah, uh the bosun who's like a giant dick and likes to beat us up. Are those and, hard uh, to distinguish? Well, no, they I tried assume to, they tried to fight us and we kicked their ass. Oh.
0: Okay, so we're getting to what would we do, right?
3: Yeah. So, okay. So I was just setting up. So you're on this ship. There's all these NPCs. They've all got their own agendas. What w- I know what we did as a group, but what would you two be trying to do right away on your if you're waking up on a pirate ship?
0: Tristan, do you mind if I take the helm? Go on for this it. One? Go for it. Okay. Um, so, say I'm swapping the deck. Okay. Right, this which This just came to me I've out of nowhere. Doing, yeah. Yeah. I would love to – so there's 25 people on the ship. Yeah. I want to swab the same uh, place, <laughs> maybe like a five-by-five, five and see how long I could get away with swabbing the same place <laughs> before I get noticed.
3: So so, so there, real lazily, too. Yeah. So there's a guy – there's two guys in charge, of, one of charge of the swabs, one in charge of the riggers. If they see you slacking off, if they catch you, you get whipped at night. I'm like, not. Huh? I'm not slapping <laughs> slacking off.
1: I'm,
3: I'm swabbing. <laughs> you're swabbing? But it's the just, just the same, same little place. Sexual, okay, yeah, you'll get your ass whipped. Okay, and okay. So I'm... not only will you get whipped and you take damage, but uh, every night you have to drink this rum ration that they give you, they make you drink it, and you take constitution damage, which means okay. that eventually you could, like, pass out from it over, the, over days. All right, so, like, well, you're that basically was, getting progressively weaker as you go, as well as having to do all these menial tasks.
0: Right, this was just a dumb idea that popped up in my head anyway. But, um, okay, what do we eat?
3: Uh, That's up to the cook, who's, like, super drunk. One of our player characters is the cook's mate. So he's been, like, trying to get the cook, who's super drunk, to, like, actually give us good food. But it's kind of up to them. Okay, are we eating anything with bones? No, not so far. Stews and soups and stuff. Are there carcasses of any kind on the boat? Uh, you could probably f- you want a bone. You could probably find
0: one. I want lots of bones. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get in good with the other player character, who's kind of good with the chef. I yeah? want access to these bones, and I'll tell you why. Tell uh, me why. Um, just in terms of time, maybe I should pick this up real quick. Okay, go for it. Okay, I want to take as many bones as I can. I'm going to use other bones to um, start filing shanks. <laughs> Love okay. It. Not okay. only am I am I going to file shanks, but I'm going to file some of the thicker bones in um comb type so cutting apparatuses. Okay.
3: Makes sense. So you're going full on prison right. So here. now
0: how many people are in our party? Uh, five. And I'm glad you said prison because now I'm in prisoner fucking mindset, <laughs> son. Okay, five. So I make everybody a shank and mm-hmm. I give at least three people the comb type utensils.
3: Okay.
0: Um we're going to Now we're going to organize an attack on... How many were there? Seven? Seven. Seven mains? Okay. We're going to organize an attack with our five. Um, But, okay, now we're going to start cutting at certain ropes every now and then, as we can. (laughs) So not not main ones. We we are ship hands. We know what not to fucking kill so we don't capsize the boat. Okay. So I'll have guys here and there until something goes timber and takes everybody's suspicion... Then we're going to do the coordinated attack, and we're all going to – we're not going to go to kill. We're going to Achilles tendon hit these guys with our shanks, (laughs) the big boys. (laughs) So now they only have to crawl. We'll take their weapons, (laughs) and we will force them to tell everybody that we are now in charge, wear their hats and shit. Mm. Okay? Um, And then we want to get the other crew members on our side. And I thought about a way to do this too. We get a little charcoal. Okay. draw up a a fake treasure map because (laughs) I assume the other crew members, the ones under the pirates, are dumb as fuck, right? They're on a boat. No, not necessarily, but let's just roll with it. Let's just assume they're all dumb. We tell them that we have this treasure map. And uh, if they help us take over this ship, we'll get them to the treasure. But there's no treasure. There is no treasure. No, it does not exist. After we get a hold of the ship... We'll use them to be swabs and riggers, telling them we're taking the treasure <laughs> while we have a brand new boat and a free crew. Boom. This is my fucking strat.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. So, we are operating fairly close to your plan. We are making friends with the crew. Uh, we are not sabotaging the ship, because I feel like that would be found out by somebody, and that would be d- dire consequences. And There's we tons found- of ropes on the ship, bro. There's tons well, of ropes. Just for the record, one uh, NPC, he stole something from another crew, and he was uh, keel-hauled, and he died. It was pretty brutal. Like, they threw him out the front of the ship, and the ship ran over him. And that was that for that guy. And I thought keel-hauled was when... You, wait, what's the one where
0: you tie them under the boat and bring yeah. them back and forth so the yeah. coral well, rips So, them open. basically,
3: with keel you tie them to a rope, and you throw them out the front of the boat, and the boat runs over them. Is essentially what's happening. Jesus. Yeah. And, then, and you, okay, you okay, drown, so and you get... Scraped up by the boat.
0: So whoever brought up that idea has watched the same show that I have.
3: Yeah, well, that happened in our first episode. That, that kind of put the fear of God in everybody, so we've been treading lightly. But we've definitely yeah. been making alliances and trying to get the like crew that are pissed that they're there. that they got Shanghai like us on our side. But there's like a good chunk of the crew that's on the uh, Bozen side. Well, I feel
0: kid. like that'd be easy because you'd be like, hey, look what happens when you step out of line. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm your friend. Yeah, but... Anyway, uh we, Though, we I will really end it
3: with this. I will end it with this. We left off where we are going we're gathering together at night and we're going to go give one of the guys who attacked us the day before a fucking boot party in his uh where he's sleeping. So we're going to pull him out of his goddamn uh what do they call it? Cot. And we're going to stomp him near to death and we're going to threaten him life and limb if he ever like tries to do anything to us again. Love it. I will cut 4 minutes
0: off later. I want to hear what Tristan's got. Oh man. Okay. <clears throat>
2: I was thinking, just like the pirate thing is is tough for me because I'm trying to be clever and all that, but I immediately just go back to my my ways. There's gotta be a skiff <laughs> on, on me, baby. a, a skiff on this boat, right, or near it, like yeah, a little, 100%, little boat. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: Tristan, mm-hmm. people love your ways by now, so let's hear right. your ways.
2: So there's got is, does this boat have like cannonballs?
3: Uh, good question. I don't know. We've never asked. This boat has cannonballs. It's got it. I mean, okay, they fucking see, pirates, Yes, so. right? it does. I mean, well, yes, yeah, it but does. it's just magic pirate, so it might have giant arrows. Oh, For the sake of this, okay. it has cannibals. but yeah, yeah, well, fine, but I'm gonna, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go
2: cannibals. the cannonball route. Um, I'm gonna assume that they're like the cartoon cannonballs where they have like the ball with a string out of it. So if you light it on <laughs> That's fire, a bomb, it explodes. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Yeah, so they're like little butt pockets of dynamite, pretty much. You know. Okay. All right. Okay. So we got skiff. I got kay. cannonballs in the midsection. I, well, i got to do this at night, so i got to sneak around. I'm going to s- steal one of Trevor's shivs and sneak around the boat a little bit, find everybody sleeping, and do I the, h- the classic, you, bro. classic prison stab, where I stab them in the stomach, <laughs> and stab them in the throat, you know, just like, and h- have my, the hand over their mouth, so they're just, yeah, just yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I like it, I like it. So so you're like, going immediately, if you're going prison stab <laughs> <too. laughs> Yeah, so kill everybody, aside from my homeboys. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to find all the salted meats. And I need oranges, so I don't want to die of scurvy. So you don't get scurvy? Yeah. Got to steal a compass and a map, because that's useful for me, because I'm a total badass and know where to go after I do all this. I don't know why. If I stab everybody, my whole goal was to go to the cannonballs, light them up, and blow the ship up. But I just realized (laughs) that everybody's dead, so we can just steal the ship. (laughs) So the skiff is (gasps) out of here. I'm just stealing the ship. (laughs)
3: I love it. I love it. So your plan is to just assassinate everybody. Yeah. Too much Sekiro. Hey, Tristan, in in your vein, kind
0: of, why don't you um, hold on to the cannonball... And then shoot it, and just shoot towards the nearest island. You know, hanging onto the <laughs> cannonball. That's all that works. No, no. no
2: not, well, at this point, I'm not even gonna blow up the cannonballs. I think, you know, I, I think I seen Wiley e. Coyote. Everybody's do it. murdered, so because I, I,
3: Tristan definitely has the Acme plan.
2: My first goal was yeah. to blow up all the cannonballs in like a perfect cannonball pyramid, blow the ship up, <laughs> steal the skiff, and like sail away with my meats and my tangerines.
3: Dude, I, just. Tell me you're chasing, like, the Roadrunner the whole time. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Happy boy, There's so. anvils
2: falling randomly throughout the sky as well. All right, boys. Who
0: do you, well, think, who do you think stole the skiff? Yep. Fucking Roadrunner. Fucking Roadrunner. Road
3: <laughs> all right. I will keep you updated. We're playing our next session Sunday, so I'll keep you all updated next week on what happens. Sounds Travis,
0: good. I got some legit ideas out there, son. So let Oh, me yeah. We'll come
3: back to it. We'll come back to it. I'll keep setting the scene. All right.
0: Okay, awesome. uh, Jack and Jimmy.
3: Oh, my boys. My boys. Uh, I wrote
0: I wrote a recap because it was too hard to kind of think about it, so I'm just going to kind of run through this <clears throat> sorry really quickly. Do it quick. Okay, uh Jack's human boy, Jimmy's a talking cow that may have a curse. It's an RPG style story for kids where these two go on adventures. So th- so far they've helped an orc. They received upgrades to their armors. Jimmy's using a horn that has magic power and Jack uses um, swords and armor they fought worms with mud golem bodies, they participated in a magic duel using six potions where Jack won a minotaur potion for Jimmy and now they're trying to help a pod of half dolphin head, half mermaid tail creatures called blueberry murphins to (laughs) (laughs) to recalibrate their island that is half slow motion on top Uh, on land, and half super speed underwater. Wait, half? Oh, you mean
2: slow motion on top, slow motion, I mean fast motion on bottom. Yes, so So island
0: is an orb, it is being surrounded by these two 3D rings, Okay. and uh, that's kind of where the time thing goes. Anyway, so we wanted to settle on making a puzzle and a reward for them solving this, so I made something up, if you guys have anything. I want to hear what
3: you made up, because I'm stumped.
0: Okay, so they're on the orb. We got the rings orbiting the island. Mm -hmm. So Jack and Jimmy notice that the rings align at the peak. Okay, so while they're spinning, they align
3: at a certain point on top of the island, which is the slow motion part, right? Okay, just for the record, for those of you who obviously can't see us, Trevor is doing some great hand motions when he's explaining this. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, the problem is that the rings move at normal
0: speed. So, say since they're going underwater and over, they're just moving at normal speed. That's what's making it difficult. Okay. So, they see um, reaching the peak. Up, a- up at the peak, they can see two, it looks like key entrances or maybe holes. So, they decide, okay, um, Jimmy's going to try to get his horns in those. But, if, he, if we just boost him up or jump up or try to get him up there, we're in slow motion... There's not enough time while those are going normal speed to get him. Okay, so they realize.
2: Ah. Uh. <laughs> you just. Uh. They, okay, sorry.
0: They also realize that maybe he needs to hang on with hands to the two rings up top, right?
3: <laughs>
1: oh, Kay. shit! Ah! Uh, oh, so shit! They formulated,
0: formulated a strategy. So Jack and Jimmy will both stand at either ends, or at the, at the same end, but Jimmy underwater. Jack on top of land. Jack will th- slow-motion throw the Minotaur Potion <laughs> okay. towards the middle. Okay. Jimmy will ride two Murfins the opposite <laughs> way. Fly out of the water at super speed, which will give him normal speed. Grab the potion, drink it. Minotaur, grab on his hands, horns in. Nice. Boom, they so solved the puzzle. Why
3: doesn't he just drink the potion before he does all this random
2: bullshit? Not nearly as cool. Because it
0: would look... A- It'll look uh, a lot cooler yeah. in the story. Might
2: as well alley-oop it. Yeah, I like Definitely. It. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
3: that's what I had. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. We do not need to change it. So, they do this cool stunt. Yeah. Jimmy rolls a nat 20 on his athletics check. He, cl- he grabs the top. He shoves his horns in. It explodes in a showery cascade of light. Jimmy's blown to the ground, smoking. And... Everything shimmers away and returns to normal.
0: Does he get blown to the ground as a Minotaur or back to cow form?
3: As a Minotaur. Yeah. Now
0: he's stuck it in Minotaur yeah. mode.
3: That's ooh. I thought the potion yeah. was only supposed to last for a little. It bit. no, it was lasts for but life because of the time magic. Because of the time ooh. magic, now he's all he's stuck as a Minotaur. That's fucking awesome.
2: Wait, that's awesome. if that's the case, then there's got to be some kind of situation to where he can control whether or not he runs slow motion or extremely fast. Because he has like some. Yeah, Im- it's
0: called moving at normal speed. Because it's balanced. <laughs> yeah. Fuck up. He has an, Im-
3: uh, he has an imbalance. He so slow.
0: That'd be
2: cool. Every time he hiccups, it changes. Maybe it's just like at midnight, it's slow motion. And during the day, he can't stop but go fast. Oh my god, he ages in like a week and dies. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, <laughs> just speed, you psychopath. Not his life. <laughs> it doesn't speed up time, it just speeds up he has his to eat body. He
3: meals at night. <laughs>
0: I think we got through that real fast. Tristan, did you have any kind of scenario? Oh, on those reward? ones,
2: man. That one, I'm trying to picture it in my mind. That's uh, it's it's tough because I'm 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 still just thinking about those Murphins.
3: Yeah. So the yeah the, the murfins are very happy. The blueberry Murphins are super happy with them, and they give them a crown.
0: No. Okay, I, we can do crown. I was thinking of some kind of underwater breathing apparatus, like a bubble helmet type thing. They so you say they scuba gear. Say they, <laughs> we'll say they put on the crown and it like bubbles around okay, their yeah. faces, a and now they can breathe underwater. So now we can do underwater, underwater yeah. shit. So now we can transfer to an underwater level. I vote for Orphil to nice. show up,
2: and this acid somewhere. I think we need in the to background.
0: Get we need to get. Like, Was this chapter four?
2: Yes. Jack has... We need
0: to get him in.
2: Uh, one of the, what are those right, things, so a monocular thing. <laughs> He's just like looking out of the horizon. It's like, Jimmy. So what
3: I think is happening is Orphil is stuck underwater. He, uh, something has gone terribly wrong with his he magic. He has sleep
0: apnea, and every time he can't breathe, he sinks like a stone.
3: <laughs> What's he doing there <laughs> one one the those.
0: those
3: um, <laughs> Do we teach kids about sleep apnea this way?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Don't drown yourself, kids. You, uh, <laughs> you need to talk to a doctor. Orphil <laughs> will kill you. Has cancer. You will
3: feel like
0: you're drowning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but in Orphil's case, he was drowning, oh but got found God. by a Murfin who took him down to... Some sea level.
2: I would say and he got now he's able eaten, to breathe. eaten ate? What what is it? Eaten, he got eaten, eaten by a eaten whale. By a giant murfin. Big boy. A giant murfin, okay. Yeah.
3: Ooh, like the old
2: The murfin King. Yes. Ate Orfil. Yes.
3: And we ought to go rescue him from the blueberry murfin King. Yeah, he was a No, I around. thought Orphil was supposed to be bad. Orphil? No. He's he's a mis- no, misunderstood to guy. To be bad. He's you know He's a misunderstood genius, yeah. So how do we even know about him? Uh, we, popped up. we don't yet, but we're going to go meet the Blueberry Murfin King. And we're okay. gonna yeah, go yeah, go yeah. We're so captor,
0: that's where, yeah. Oh,
3: maybe Trav the Crowns also, when
0: they let us breathe underwater, allow us to Talk communicate with the Murfins. I love it. Yeah, okay. And then they go, hey, we got this weird magic guy who's pissing acid and farting <laughs> fucking <laughs> AOE <laughs> dust that's killing everybody. <laughs> but he doesn't seem that mean. Can you help <laughs> I love it. All right. Some, we, we freak him out, and sometimes we can't find him because he like, turns invisible.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every time he sneezes, he blows fire. He's killed like 50 of us.
2: <laughs> Orphel reminds, reminds me of one of those next guys who's Jack like, and Jimmy. Like, super jittery. Like, uh, uh, oh, my God. Oh, yes. oh, my God. He's so nervous. Oh, yeah. He's so nervous.
3: Terrified of his own powers, for yep. sure. Um, oh okay, yeah, so next week on Jack and Jimmy, we go to rescue Orphel from the Blueberry Muffin King. Murphan Underwater. King. Underwater. Sweet. Okay. Oh my God, we got—we should be writing this down. Okay, what are we watching or playing, boys?
2: Well, uh, I spent the weekend playing Red Dead Two. I know Trevor did as well. Also, he was playing some Sekiro, but uh, Red Dead Two. So I don't really want to talk much about the game itself. I just want to talk about some of the things I've done in the game. In this case, um, I love my horse. He's one of my uh, special edition horses. And his name is none other than Zimbabwe. <laughs> okay. How do you spell that? It's J I M, B A B, W E. It's just like Zimbabwe, but with a J. Wait. So his name is Zimbabwe. No, it's Zimbabwe. It's like Zimbabwe, but with a J. <laughs> <laughs> I said G earlier, and I meant J. Um. <laughs> And it's not get just Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe the third, because I've had multiple horse deaths in my game, and one of the horse deaths, uh, I was just running across the road, and I came across this giant manor, cornfields and stuff, and then this guy was running out of it, getting shot at by the manor guards, and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna get this guy, I'm gonna lasso him up, take him back to the manor, and get something for him, so I do that fumbling about the controls because I sucked ass at it when I first started playing because it was hard as nails. But then I put that motherfucker on my horse, took him back to uh, the manor, and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? And they immediately just started blasting me. They killed me. (laughs) They killed the horse. (laughs) That was Jim Bobway II. He didn't have a good life. And then I had to go back. So when you die in that and when your horse dies, it drops your saddle and it puts your saddle wherever the horse died. So I had to go back in that area sneak through the cornfields, grab my saddle, carry it extremely slowly while not being found out by any of the guards, ran out, put it on this random-ass horse I got, had to go back get Jim Wildway III. I've been keeping him alive ever since.
0: I do want to say that maybe, given the setting, it's 1890,
2: I think. Yeah, it's like 1890, yeah.
0: I want to say that the manor is sitting not on a cornfield, but maybe a cotton
1: field.
3: Uh, could be. Well, if you're not in the south, yeah. I mean, cotton and corn don't look alike. Ah, I don't know. Yeah, but
2: I'm not a fucking corn. I'm not a farmer. I mean, I I just I look at something and just like, yeah, it's long, corny. Wait, where the setting?
3: The setting of the game is not the south, right? What I mean, it's hard to. I don't know. Was
0: you're
2: in like Texas or something, aren't you? I mean, that's pretty south. I um. I mean, they, they don't really. have a really a set location. It, it's it kind of exp- it's got mountains and shit. There's snow. I mean, I don't think this Texas has. No, that's definitely not the South.
3: I've been in the South. There ain't no
0: mountains. Yeah, it's well. Is this is this supposed to be historically historically accurate to a certain so. place? I don't think so. I
2: I mean, do they mention that they that he's wanted in multiple states? They do, right? God, am I thinking of yeah? Them? But
0: I thought this
3: whole world was made up stuff. No. It's not. Well, it's set in a fiction. set in a fictionalized version of the western, midwestern, and southern United States. Midwestern, yes. Southern. So, so that's what I'm well, saying. Well, like Colorado.
2: Um, what the fuck is midwestern? <laughs> Arizona? Seriously? No. <laughs> it's like the
3: whole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess midwestern would be Arizona, like New Mexico. Okay. Um, Colorado, Utah, like that area.
2: Yeah. So you got the whole shebang: mountains, creeks, rivers. Yeah, Yeah. that would be, like, Midwest, for sure.
3: Well, Well, in any case, I don't think it really matters what's in the plantation field. So, what other adventures
2: have you had with Jim Ballboy? Oh, um, me and Jim... Oh, so, the other day, just riding across the the roads, and 45 guys popped out of the bushes and started railing me in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Look...
3: Uh, I've seen that porno. Just end in- well. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, ended with a gaping butthole and Zimbabwe dead. No, so luckily. Oh God, Jimmy. Jimmy's been staying alive. Uh, he's he's really coming to his own. Zimbabwe the third has. He's he's living like a G. I'm, I always feed him and pet him and make sure he has a good life. Oh, so, about so you, Trev, what about you?
0: Yeah, let me tell you the reason I like this game though. So I. Started this game on my own, and the scope of it almost knocked me out of wanting to play it at all. At first I was like, oh, this is just like the Red Dead I played. Oh shit, was that like 10 years ago? I was like, there's so many things to play right now that I don't know if I even want to get involved. I already kind of know the gameplay, I know what's going to happen. But then I actually sat down and put some hours into it one weekend, and then... My daughter was over, and she was watching me. She's like, hey, can I ride the horse? So I started playing with her, and then we started doing everything in the game together. And now Sadie and I have made it 68% in this game, and I do not touch the game without her. So that this game right here, I know there's like um, some cursing and some creepy shit that happens that she tends to stay away from, but I've played this entire game with her. And let me tell you what I love about this is... We at one point went to this main town called Saint Denis, and there's a theater. And Sadie goes, let's go in the theater. We're, like, going on our way to get a mission. I'm like, what? No, no, I don't have that kind of time to waste. (laughs) But we did. We go into this theater, and for half an hour we sat there and watched these shows that Rockstar made in this game for no reason other than miscellaneous entertainment. And at that point I was like, this game is off the fucking chain. Dude, I'm not kidding you. We sat there. We sit in the audience. There's an MC, a host guy, cracking some jokes and leading people out. And there's this chick that comes out. And she does fire dancing. There's a lady comes out and sings a song. It's a, hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, there was a juggler. There's – I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this shit going to repeat itself? We went back again, and there was different shows. I was just like, they made this game so huge. This game is so huge. That, how amazing is that? Because once you play the missions, it's the same shit as the old one. Go here, you fight a bunch of fucking guys, you go back to camp. But what they really did good in this game is they make you really care about the main character, and spoil alert, if you haven't beat it, don't listen past it, it's it's an old game, fuck off. Your main character, Arthur, Tristan knows this too, starts dying. He gets tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. And this guy you've now spent 50 60 hours with is now dying of an inescapable disease and you know he's going to pass away in the game I think that's how you turn into John Marston and now I'm trying to do all the side stuff with Sadie because we know that the inevitable is our character, our beloved Arthur is going to pass away and we're going to have to witness it and it's like damn they really built that emotion up in me this game is really like giving me strong feelings in between all the repetitive gameplay Gameplay, and enough stuff to do on the side that it's just keeping it so entertaining. I don't know. I just really fell in love with it, man. Yeah, and no, I've, it's... I, I've enjoyed...
2: It's a, Yeah, 100% agree, man. It's a lot of fun. I, I am expe- especially glad, like, playing Red Dead 1, knowing what you have to do in that game, basically kill the entire posse that John hangs out with and that are your friends in the second game. I, I'm, gl- I'm really glad that Arthur isn't a part of the uh, first one. Because i I just like, well, I, why would you Agreed. make me, like... I would already know the ending, but at the same time, it's like, I like to think that Arthur has a hap- like happy happy life at the end of this one, but it's not happening, because it's...
3: Now he's got well, tuberculosis.
0: 1890s, yeah, like and
2: three yeah, to five years, yeah. he's gone corpse.
0: Well, there's a whole honor system, and we're on the very good part of the honor. I wanted to do everything nice, especially with Sadie, but now, and he, he'll talk to people and be like, yeah, I'm a piece of shit, but and I'm worried, I'm scared. And you're like, damn, that's the same kind of internal thoughts you yourself could have, you know? So it, like, just resonates with you, and it's like, damn, I've watched this guy for so long, and it's, whew, it's a a little bit intense, to be honest. It's not like a fucking stupid GTA character who's just insane for insanity's sake. Mm -hmm. It's like a really Mm -hmm. heartfelt character who's trying to get their dumbass leader to make smarter decisions even though he's insane
2: yeah my favorite part Travis, sorry oh go for it
0: oh no go ahead i was just
2: gonna say my favorite part is that you don't have a cell phone in the game so roman from gta 4 can't hey nico let's go bowling ah every five minutes (laughs) it's like hey shut your mouth man it's like that's really uh, those games got absolutely bludgeoned with constantly getting phone calls text messages just like stop Bothering me and let me play this goddamn game. So I am, uh... If you didn't... I'm glad that exists.
0: If you didn't have story progression in this game, like, you could literally, as Arthur, run off and just die in the wilderness of TB, (laughs) and your campmates would be like, what, where the fuck is Arthur at? Yeah. Um... yeah, Travis. I don't. I know you didn't really play the game. Do you? Do you have anything from the first one, or
3: uh, just like overall, kind of my thoughts? I mean, I think they do a really good job of world building. I mean, I, I've watched some of the gameplay, so I'm familiar. I just haven't played it. I think they do a really good job with the granular world building and making it very authentic. I think that's super cool. Um, I heard the same similar complaints though that the quest missions are very samey. Um, so that's definitely something that they need to figure out. But <clears throat> overall. I mean, I think it's really cool that games are getting to a place where they're really paying attention to their craft of world building and making that a big part of the game. I think Witcher does a really good job of that, too. Oh, my God, yes. Even if, like, the gameplay wasn't my favorite in that game, I mean, they do a great job of building this world, and you feel like you're part of it. <coughs> Sorry, you got a frog. But I feel like, okay. um, yeah, I feel like that kind of level of attention to detail is awesome in games, and I just want to see more and more and more of it, because that's one thing that I really love about role-playing games, is you can add in that attention to detail and that level of authenticity that makes it feel like you're part of it, without, you know, having to worry about the gameplay, because that's already there, so it's it's really cool to me that that's becoming more and more of a theme.
2: Yeah, in, that's what in, I'm in saying about,
0: I know that missions are go here, shoot guys, go away, and they can change them up a little, What makes it so immersive is the fact that there's such a big story around it. And that makes you feel a care about these characters, Mm -hmm. I guess. And, I mean, that's their saving grace. That's Rockstar's saving grace. I didn't like GTA V really at all. I just thought all the characters were kind of too crazy for any kind of realism. And other than just shooting people, what is there? But this one... Yeah, I mean, my whole hesitation about playing it was it, cut, it felt like I played the whole game before and now mm. it's I, I care about Arthur and I'm worried and I want to do all the side stuff so I don't see him die before uh, me and Sadie are ready. You know what I mean? Which is sure. a weird
3: thing to think. It's like, it's like a pet almost. All right. <laughs> yeah. What th- is Yamaguchi- A Tamaguchi. <laughs> Tamaguchi, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. boys. Uh, so that was awesome. Thank you for your thoughts on that, on Red Dead. Our next segment is you mad bro so what are you mad about this week boys what do you guys what got did we decide on oh my god trevor this you, this is your idea okay dude i tell we, you about halfway through the show i forget everything we ever <laughs> talked <laughs> <Podcast> about <laughs> <beforehand>. <laughs> all right we are mad about those off days that we have we're clumsy pieces of shit for mm, no oh reason right that's what we're mad about so trevor you had some stories about your wife i think you wanted to share
0: Yep, I did. Let me start this off, though, with it starts as soon as the day begins. You come out of bed. You go to grab your phone off the charger. You fling it across the room on accident. (laughs) You trip over the cord. You bash your head into the wall. It's all kinds of shit like that, man. It never ends. It's just when you have days where your calibration is off, your whole day is off. Mm -hmm. Like, usually I'm like, oh, man, if something falls out of the fridge, I can samurai grab that shit. But these days are you go to Samurai, grab it, you poke the middle of it, it flings across into the <laughs> fridge, falls on the ground, breaks open, yeah. hits your toe. It's these kind of bullshit days. So I feel what like made it
3: always starts with something really small, too. Like, you wake up, and you stub your toe, yep. and it's just like, yeah. aw, shit. And then the rest of your day is just one giant bumble clusterfuck from one bad incident to, to another because you just lost your mojo out of bed, and you can never get it back.
0: I really think if you get two in a row, you're fucked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
2: all there is There's is no that like the cut off like you're good <laughs> with it. one but if you got two you're done oh, it'll ha- one you can find redemption it'll always happen to me when I'm uh, in the shower and gra- like hands are wet you know grabbing a bottle of soap or some shit putting it on I'm, like gonna put the bottle back up slips out of my hands try to go grab it, and then end up just fucking karate chopping it into the ground, breaking the, <laughs> breaking the cap off of it, yep. and then, like, oh, forever or the or cap's... You drop it on your
3: toe. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: God. You'd yeah. freaking soap
2: in oh, my dick hole, s- just like, ah. Oh!
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's fa- that's two. That's
0: number two. Yep.
2: And then th- and that oh, ruins your entire day, because every time you go to pee, it burns. Oh, my God, that's the worst. Where did oh,
3: Tristan go? We just like, lo- oh. oh.
2: I still got it on same. here,
0: so you're, we're out. good. So... What if uh, or you drop the soap and it lands on the lid and just splits that motherfucker yeah, out? Oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> and now you're half water, half
3: whatever soap.
0: And it turns into that a weapon, too, meds. the
2: lid. It'll, it'll little crack the lid off, and then yeah. it's like a like a fork. It's like every time you have to use Dilbert it, you start bleeding. i oh, sorry. Go for it. I know
3: Dilbert is an old-ass reference, but I feel like that little cloud of doom he used to use in his cartoons is super accurate to this situation, because it is oh, like a sure. little personal cloud of doom that's following you around, and it's just... Cracking lightning bolts at everything you touch, and everything's going to go wrong that day.
0: Dude, that's a complete fact. Yeah. So you know what got me on this subject today was my wife. She uh, she texted me. She goes, I just spilt coffee all over the car with a couple emojis <laughs> explaining how much that sucked, right? Yeah. She gets to work, and uh, she goes, I just spilt the rest of the coffee all over myself. <laughs> so I'm fucking dying at this point. <laughs> she calls me, and she goes, listen to this. So I grab my files. They're upside down. I go to fix them. I have the rest of the coffee in my other hand. Unknowing, or, you know, not unwittingly, I go to fix the files with the coffee in my hand. Pour coffee all over the fucking files. I was like, Megan, at that point in the day, you got to go home, get in bed, and just try again tomorrow. (laughs) She's like, yeah, no shit. Because later she hits me up and she goes, "Uh, yep, just built my yogurt all over the car. My like, sweet Jesus. <laughs> she's like, how do you get yogurt out of the car carpet? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Things you never think you'll Google. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Dude, and she's so pregnant, so she already can't, like, bend over very mm-hmm. well. So she's already 75% clumsy. But for it to start off like that, man, I was like, yep. Yeah, I've definitely damn. had those days. Yeah, man. God, yeah. it sucks.
2: I've had situations ahead, where I've made uh, coffee at work and, like, Always, it's every day. Typically, works out smooth. I go in there, the filter's still in there from yesterday. Pick it up, put in the trash. I'll have those days where I'll pick it up and it'll just completely break apart, and old coffee grounds go all <laughs> over me, the floor, my hands, and then like I grab the water to put the water in there, and I pour it to where the filter goes in, and it just <laughs> just like comes squirting out, just absolute uh-huh, mess, uh-huh. constant mess. Uh, that, yeah. That's what I know. Just like, oh, this day's going to be good. That'd be a good one. So do you
3: guys have that moment when those things happen? Of that just that sheer like pause where you just like you, you knock something over, you spill something or something ridiculous just happened. And you just like stand there and you look at it and you're just in, like sheer disbelief yeah. of like, how could this happen to me? I'm a good person. Like, this, this shouldn't happen to me. And it's like, oh, my. Like, I just have those moments where like something shitty like that happens of just like stunned silence and disbelief that this happened. Well, oh,
0: no, I never yeah. have the, I. this shouldn't happen, I'm a good person, <laughs> but I do have that pause where I go,
1: mother, fuck, God, suck it, mother, fuck my ass. <laughs>
0: and that's my moment when that, about the fourth time, mm.
1: you <laughs> I've
0: said shit words I've never strung together before, yep. and I apologize, users, I'm going to bleep those, but good God, I've said cuss words that shouldn't even ever exist.
2: Yeah. yeah Travis. Hilarious.
0: I just,
3: I just pause, and I freeze, and I just, like, curse the gods. and Does it help? No. No, it doesn't. I just, you know, but that's kind of like my initial reaction
2: is just sheer disbelief. I don't know why. I've had those moments of pure terror, like uh, when I was getting just some, I was just getting a cup of water, hand slipped off the uh, cup, and it broke in the sink. And I, by my instinct, just went to go and grab it, and my oh god, glass went directly in my finger. And it was a Ooh. giant fucking cut. Ooh. I was looking at it. I was Ouch. like, oh, sweet Jesus. I was like, what do I do now? Uh, slightly <laughs> high. You know, I'm just like, mom, 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 I need you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, just, you know the youngest and brother. Then,
3: the youngest brother definitely goes to I mom. just
2: feel like she's looking me right in the eyes. She's like, you high son of a bitch. <laughs> cutting yourself, it's <laughs> like covered in blood, shaking. Just like I've never had this situation happen to me before. Oh sweet God! And I was like, oh, "Fuck me!" Uh, that yeah, that shit sucks. And then w- the worst part about that is when you try to wipe your ass. Just you for- you forget about all the things that you can do normally with all your fingers. But when one's out oh. of commission, it's like, oh God! I- like the I was thinking, if, <laughs> what do I Like do? if I wipe my ass and accidentally like stick my finger in my asshole, like what if I get poop? In that cut, will I die of sepsis? <laughs> like, what is going to happen to me?
3: <laughs>
2: you no, you know? probably will. Yeah. Probably but will. Let's to deserve death. Didn't happen.
0: I want to say most of these bad days start with a lip bite. Oh. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Pankrasaurus, baby. Good God. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: And then you bite the same fat lip <laughs> three <laughs> different <laughs> times throughout the week. Ruins your cheeseburger. <laughs> yep. that you're just enjoying. The, oh, yeah.
0: God. Dude, oh. I remember... Uh, I'm just sitting at the kitchen table go, Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Megan's all, what? What?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah and, No, you know what Because looking at my eyes I'm crying, bitch You know what happened I've <laughs> seen this happen to you It's the worst right. That's, that's up, that day yeah. Everything's out of whack Speaking
3: of cheeseburgers I would like to segue this Into our last segment Which is Dorsey Storytime And we are going to talk About our crazy grandma Today And it's going to be Pretty good Oh, man, we were supposed to talk
0: about crazy Dorsey parties. I forgot about that until just now. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Grandma.
3: But first off, crazy Grandma. We'll do crazy Dorsey parties at some other time.
2: All right, so I got one. Uh, Mom always told me. Perfect. Um, I mean, this is the one I always tell people about Grandma. Because I always had, you know, I've got a lot of good memories of playing cribbage with her and all that. But this one is a classic one from before, before my time. So apparently out of nowhere, Grandma caught our giant field on fire. And we're talking, like, what is that? Oh, you can't lead with a punchline. No, that's – I mean, I want to go – that's just, like, the beginning for me. It's like – Okay. Field on fire. Field's, like, the size of what? Football field? I mean, it's pretty – Bigger than that. Yeah, so, like – Multiple. A couple dude. football fields. like, 15 acres. And it was yeah. about middle of summer, so it's it's got to be mm-hmm. straight up white with Satan's plants in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those thistles. Well, so – Star thistles. Yeah.
3: So to add yeah. in, so to add in a little bit of what happened some, here, I was context. I was actually there for this. So Grandma decided that she was going to burn out um, the like front of our like pasture has irrigation ditches, and she wanted to burn them out because they had a bunch of like plants and stuff growing in them. Dad told her not to do this. It's the middle of summer. She's going to catch her field on fire. Grandma decides, I'm not going to listen to my son. He's an idiot. I'm going to burn those effing, you know. uh irrigation ditches no matter what so grandma goes when we're gone all the family's not at the house grandma goes out there and she starts burning the ditches and she lights the fucking field on fire like half this field's on fire dad gets home he's so mad i don't think i've i don't know if i've ever seen him more pissed than that day he's so pissed i thought he was gonna get a gun and shoot grandma and we have to call the fire department they come out they put the fire out um, everybody gets slapped on the wrist. I think grandma might've gotten some sort of trouble for this cause it was not a burn day by any means. Like legally she was not allowed to burn that day. And, uh, oh yeah, it was a scene and like the fire was about halfway to the house because the house is way back there. So it wasn't necessarily in danger yet, but it could have literally burned our house down and it was the craziest shit. And she never apologized. She just, as soon as it was done, she never talked about it again.
2: And Dad was. Dad sat in that one for a long time. See, the way Mom told me the story, Dad wasn't in it at all. So no Dad. It was. It was for me. It was just in my mind. Just Mom. And uh, I remember she was saying that Grandma was telling Mom, "Do not call the fire department. They're not going to come out here and help." <laughs> Mom was just like, "What the hell?" It's like the field's on fire. Like, what do you mean I can't call him? And you know, it was getting worse. And so she called him. Grandma got pissed off. But then the she. Mom was talking to the fire, like, the one of the fire guys, and she, uh, he's like, why did you call us sooner? He's like, because, you know, this fucking crazy bitch told me not to, and <laughs> he apparently, he went over there, and got it was, like, fucking livid with Grandma, as, you know, as he should be, but yeah. she always told me that the reason, the reason the fire started wasn't by any normal means, no, no, it was because lightning struck a bird, and it was... <laughs> And it was a blue sky. <laughs> That's about right.
3: <laughs> no, that was a hundred percent false. Yeah. Oh my god.
2: All I right, bet so both
3: <laughs> of
0: those actually happened, to be honest. <coughs> yeah. Grandma so she was the kind of person who had a burn barrel yeah. in her backyard. Yeah. yeah. I well, didn't I know mean, that was, wasn't common.
2: That was common, yeah. In was uh, it? Northern California. Middle yeah. of July and she was burning shit. Psychopath. <laughs> she
3: liked to burn things. Yeah. Um, so uh my crazy grandma story is not actually a negative one, but she only cooked like three things. But she cooked them so well. So we would stay over at her house, and she would make us bacon and eggs. And she cooked the eggs in, like, butter and maybe lard as well. But, oh, my God, they're the best scrambled eggs I've ever had in my life. And she'd always have the sourdough bread, and she'd slather that with butter and just, like, bacon for days. And it was awesome. So I have that really fond memory. And then for lunch, she'd always make hamburgers. She made hamburgers. But she wouldn't just fry them in the pan like we do now. She would cook them in lard. And, like, they would just be juicy and delicious. She'd cover them in, like, you know, American cheese and put them on sourdough bread. Oh, holy smokes. I miss those cheeseburgers. And the third thing that she made that was amazing, also cooked in lard, if you're not seeing a theme here, is fried chicken. And her fried chicken was awesome. And she would just – she would be in there cursing and cooking. And, like, after 30 minutes, she'd have this beautiful plate of fried chicken, and everybody would just dig in. And it was always cooked perfectly done and, like, perfectly done on the outside, which is annoying to me now as a guy who cooks a lot. But, uh, yeah, so I remember fondly her cooking only the three things that I just listed but doing them amazingly well, and it was awesome.
0: I loved going to Grandma's after and um, the next day after she'd have the chicken sitting in – the bowl where it could cool down in the fridge, Mm -hmm. and three to four inches was lard. (laughs) So you had to pick out just the meat from the top because everything else was submerged in a bath of fucking lard. Don't think about it. It tasted awesome. She'd peel off pieces, and she was that old style where she'd just salt, salt, salt all over that motherfucker Mm -hmm. before she ate it. It was insane. She'd salt like cantaloupes. That's the first time I ever saw that. Tried it. Disgusting. Tried to salt (laughs) my chicken up like that. Disgusting. (laughs) <laughs> but, um, okay, my gra- my crazy grandma story goes a little bit away from the good. Well, we wanted to do bad, good, bad. There you so go. We, we had to find out. Well, mine was more she was just insane, and uh, she was a ranch hand pretty much her whole life, like a cowpoke her whole life. She was always bailing hay and shit, and this was well into, like, her 70s. So at some point in her 70s, she was living by herself in this trailer, and uh, she had a baby calf for some reason in a pen next to her house, I'd fuck if I even know why. And was raising it. She went out there and was wrestling with it one day, and <laughs> she falls over, and it the wrap the rope wraps around her leg and breaks her fucking seventy two year old hip. It's like grandma, you're she was hardcore, dude. She was she bailing was hay. By the time I was like fifteen, making it look easy, and yep. while I'm struggling like a bitch, she always smelled like hay. She was awesome. She was always making good stuff. I I missed the shit out of her, but man, was she a coot.
3: Yeah. She was crazy as all get out. But she was also raised in that Dust Bowl era. And that's like, though, the folks that came over during the Dust Bowl from like Arkansas, like what our family did, like they, they were hardened by that experience and they were just so much different than the folks raised by baby boomers like we were. And it's just, it was just a whole different generation. And that gap in, in, how you think about things and how you act and what you do is just so different from how we were raised and how we do things. And I think that was looking back on it. That was one of the big things that kind of sent out to me about grandma was how different like her life was from ours. But man, she was insane and she was, but she was also uh, loved us to death and she yeah. always took good care of us.
0: Our grandpa lived to be like 50 before he died of a heart attack, you know, drinking, smoking. And mm-hmm. then she had to take care of what, three kids so she was off. Ro- she was a roller four? skating no, four kids for whatever, however many. I, really I, I actually don't exactly
3: know how many aunts and uncles I have. So, I'm yeah, assuming it's four, but it could be more. It's hard to know. But She
0: was off all the time. And dad was always like, yeah, I was raised on burnt toast and chili beans. That's what he ate for breakfast before he went to school in middle school. He always told me that he loved the taste of burnt toast and he'd make himself chili beans. And that's we. he still has what the, the chili hell at the has house.
2: changed. Nothing. That was just burnt, yeah, burnt I mean, steak I, and chili beans.
0: Raised himself, man. He raised himself to be a good, t- or a, you know, good, good grades and all that shit. But it was, yeah, a different life.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. 100%. That nutty shit. All right. Well, I think that's our show for the week, boys.
0: Yeah, we didn't really go into funny stories. We just wanted to kind of uh, throw back to our grandma, man. She'd been dead for Tristan. You, you know. Oh, honey. man,
2: like. 13 years, years now? Yeah, she, I think she died yeah. in 2006. Yeah, so she was eight, years. 83 yeah. years old, man, living off diet Pepsi, chicken bags, and cookies. I mean, yep. that's, that's, that's right. The that's life. right. Dude, she went out hard, dude. Yeah. She, dude. Uh, she was no
3: joke.
0: You used to motorize her, little scooter around the block in the dead mm-hmm. of summer, in a robe. She yep. She never stopped being hardcore. Uh, that's what got her, yep. I think.
3: She was way more hardcore than any of us. Oh, yeah. A bunch of pussies compared dude, to her. Yeah. yeah. Big time.
0: Well, we never we ne- we didn't ever claim we weren't bitches. Yeah,
2: no, <laughs> I'm a giant twat in comparison to her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, everybody, that is our show. We would like to thank you for listening in again to We Brothers three. We we really have this on a roll. I mean we're we're getting it up on. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do lyrics. We gotta do one more thing, yeah. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's the outro. Oh we okay. We're on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Um, write a review if you see it on there. If you care, spread it to your friends. Um, please hit us up on Twitter. Um, our Twitter handle is at WeBrothers3. That's T-H-R-E-E. Um, so no confusion there. We also have an email address. It's WeBrothers3Podcast at gmail.com uh, 3 is also T-H-R-E-E. Please send us any um, questions. Any If you have any um, audio issues, we'd really like those because we're trying to get all that uh, Synced in. So and, I'm uh, not trying
3: to be a dick here, but you've said um like ten times the last like minute.
0: Uh, I'm gonna try to work on that.
2: <laughs> Honestly, or bro. Otherwise, brother? it's just big. I, I don't even. I don't even hear them. I I'm, I listen to the the big words. Little ones, just like oh, oh that's I, fair. I feel well, a, it in my
3: head now, so I'm listening.
2: Yeah, to it. like I could yeah, give. No, a I appreciate that. Yeah, because it's just yeah. It, we all do yeah, it. Yeah, it's I natural. mean, we're, we're not perfect yeah. unless you have a script. I mean, good. Good luck, man. It's hard.
0: Without a doubt, the listeners are going to let us know about this shit. And it seems to me when it's like written out, I say um more. Yes. I don't know 100%. why. you
3: When you're talking from your heart, you don't say um at all. Yeah, but then I just sound like <laughs> Dude, I'm... that
2: sounds like a Disney quote, Travis. I'm going to get that on a shirt. <laughs> when you're talking from your heart, you never say um.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just take it hey, up the, there's the
1: first.
0: there's uh, the first Wee Brothers 3 shirt people when you talk from your heart you don't say um
3: blueberry murphins
2: (laughs) yeah yeah oh shit travis definitely one of them
0: that's going to be the title of episode five and whatever tristan just said is going to be the title of episode six i'll have to edit it so i'll write it out (laughs) (laughs) Already all right all right let's wrap up okay we end this stupid show with uh if you don't know by now Uh, We like to change lyrics, and I give these boys a lyric in the beginning and see what they make up and see how close it is to what I make up. So the (coughs) lyric today is,
1: our house in the middle of our street.
0: Then it repeats, and so you guys are doing the second line. So, our house. Oh, you want to know Pure Torture is listening to my fucking self sing these (laughs) while I'm editing?
1: (laughs) It's
3: horrific. Don't worry about it. You sound beautiful. Okay, sorry. I want you to sing this. So, so our, our house in the our middle of the street, our house
1: in the middle of the street,
3: our house,
1: our house,
3: come suckle on my meat.
1: Come suckle on my meat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. All right.
0: I live down the corner from Jane. She comes over every afternoon and sucks my dang.
2: Uh. <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> I'm going to write this one out, Trevor. know. That's, that's how it goes. So I don't ruin it. That's kind of oh, how Tristan. it goes on after. Tristan, what's right. your I I'm going to write this one out to Trevor you and singing. send it to you. Alright, you all right, y'all oh, ready okay. for this? This is gonna be good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I right,
3: had Trevor sing it.
1: Our house. In the middle of our street. Our house.
3: Wait. Oh.
1: Get <laughs> to our house again. Sing it now. Ho- ho- uh, okay. <laughs> our house. <laughs> oh, okay. Our house. Damn it. Okay, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry you should have put, put a comma after that. <laughs> our house. In the middle of our street, my hog, in the middle of your teeth. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. All right. You
3: deserve
0: a standing oh ovation for that.
2: Um, oh, my God. Okay, as
0: far as winners go today, both of you motherfuckers are ex- exactly in line with where
3: I went. So, it's okay. perfect. All right, where'd you go?
1: Our house in the middle of our street, that's where. I suck my girlfriend's tiny teeth. <laughs> 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 Alright. Uh, guys both these teeth. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, Very yeah nice. nice. My my oh, first man. one was
2: right. um Oh what was it? My my ball's filled full of skeet or something? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. Oh skeet, skeet. What yeah, well I was just okay. like I don't know, skeet's pretty old. Alright. Oh, this is how we end it. Outro? Thank you yeah. guys. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid show again. Um we hope you enjoyed it and we will talk to you later. Alright, boys. Love you. Thank you. Let's let's end it. Peace. Alright bye. Bye. We brothers three.